finally, folks, I'm back. Finally, in this much anticipated episode, I've returned to analyze the sixth and final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. You've had to wait a long time for this, guys, and you've earned every bit of it. Today, I'm joined by Joshua, Philip Walslegel's younger brother, to discuss Obi-Wan Kenobi, the new Lego Star Wars summer vacation show, plus a new Star Wars fan fiction series written by Joshua himself, based off of some stuff I've written about my own made-up clone trooper I created a while back. Plus, again, we'll have another segment of Ask Aiden. If you have any Star Wars-related questions you'd like us to answer on the show, you can send an email to aidencmpass at gmail.com. Remember, folks, from this point on, spoilers will abound. Now, let the show begin. Joshua, what were your favorite parts of the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Well, um, it was like really cool parts of it. I mean, I loved some of it and then other parts I didn't really like, but I liked it. The duel was okay, but I it still did not match the third episode duel it just didn't that duel is like the best duel of all time it will never be i agree especially with the fire when he's dragging when darth vader's dragging obi-wan through the fire that reminds me of revenge of the sith yeah uh, when he was being burned or anakin Mm -hmm. was being burned so yeah i definitely think that that couldn't quite be beaten but it was still also really good yes and um I kind of wish that there was more Padme mentioned or stuff like that because she did play a big part. And then I liked how he realized that Anakin was dead and his job was to kill Anakin, not Darth Vader. Yeah. And so that part was kind of cool, like how he mends the pieces. And he's because I kind of know that he would never have been able to kill him. I also liked how you see like a little rebellion. I don't know. You don't know really know what happens to it. And yeah, you mean I like really love. You you mean with Roken's crew? Yeah, yeah. How it's like a mini like rebellion, and you don't know what's going to happen to them. So like, I'm hoping that they show up some other time in maybe Ashoka or something like that. But I also, be I. Yeah, I really loved Reva, and I'm hoping that she shows up in The Mandalorian or Ashoka. Because, yeah, like, that's a piece that really needs to be fixed. Because my my mom was really upset they didn't go deeper into what happens to her after she leaves Obi-Wan. Yeah, that that ties into one of my favorite parts of how it felt so good to see Reva change her ways in the end after sparing Luke. But uh, I'm also curious as to what her future beholds. Yeah, so I was we like, definitely need oh. to see her in the Mandalorian or Ahsoka or some other show. Yeah, I was like, oh, they couldn't put a mid credit scenes like what they did in Book of Boba Fett. They have yes, to, like, I know. Yes. I was like, Come on. <laughs> I was so aggravated. Yeah, I mean, with the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, they've both done that. I yeah, mean, and then. Uh, I know. So, um, but I did love that part where she sees herself in Luke and like, she's like wanting to kill, but she knows she'll be like Anakin. That part was really cool. I also like Darth Shidio showing back up, you know? Yeah. He was like there and, you know, and then Obi-Wan, he's like, Obi-Wan means nothing to me. Even though later on in Rebels, you know that he's still searching for Obi-Wan because yes. he mentions when he learns that Ashoka is still alive, that it might lead to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Tying into Darth 
Sidious, I think they really did a good job at bringing the actor back in and making it look like he really hasn't changed that much. I mean, yeah. I feel like they did horrible with Anakin, you know, they, he just looks yeah. so much older now. Like when they when they showed him when he was hunting down Reva in the temple. Yeah. I, yeah. But I mean, it was still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. really. I cool. love those Jedis. And, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. So that was a really cool part. I also really liked how Owen and Baru were shown much more as heroes in the story and yeah. not just the annoying uncle and aunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were much more heroes. And and I loved at the end how Bail, Leia and her mom, I forget her name, were all kind of like at peace and Re- Leia wasn't like rebelling and the mom was fine with like the whole stir and the dad was happy. <laughs> what was her what was the mom's name? I don't know. It was B it's B something. I know it's B something. It's not Baru. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I think it's like Barrera or something like that. All right, listeners. If you know her name, please send it in. Please send, we'd <laughs> like to know and we'll we'll include you if you can name this character. So yeah. submit submit the answer, please. Anyway, you were saying Joshua. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I love that part. I also noticed that in the background of that scene at the end, when Obi-Wan comes up in the background, there's the bounty hunter ship of, um, uh, Ko. I think her name's Ko. She's the, uh, was the accomplice of Sabine in Rebels in the yes. background of the ship. Oh, hers. And I'm like, I didn't was notice she that. there or was it just another model? <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that. That's that's yeah, cool. I was like, oh wow, yeah. So, and I, you know, honestly, I thought Lola was kind of lame, but it was cool how yeah. they reunited. I love that part because it's like, oh, she's gonna run hug Obi Wan. Oh, nope, Lola, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lola gets the first hug, yeah, lame Lola. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I love I loved how through the entire series Obi Wan communicates with his deceased master Qui Gon Jinn, and how he finally appears in the very end to lead Obi Wan to his new home. I thought that yeah. was cool. And also, just like with Emperor Palpatine, he really didn't look that much older. Yes, yes, both of them didn't look that much older. They did a really good job at yeah. hiding that. Well, not hiding that, but just yeah, yeah. And then I love, but I kind of wish that Qui Gon, the actor himself, had been in it much more because, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So more of my favorite parts. I also thought that it was very interesting that as Reva hunted down Luke on Tatooine, I thought it was interesting that um, Uncle Ben is his name? Oh, no. Wait. Owen. Owen. Owen and Aunt Beru kept it a secret, telling him that it was just a group of Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, I guess he, well, you know that Owen really hates the Force. He so hates I the Force, he, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think he wanted to reveal to Luke that they're hunting down someone who could be Force-sensitive. Because really, it was were, really the better decision, yeah. To yeah. hide the fact that a Force wielder wants him, specifically. I mean, like, he'd start wondering, oh my word, why does a Force wielder want me? I'm just this farm boy yeah. on this random planet, you know? Yeah, but, and then also... I don't like, didn't he see the lightsaber? I don't get that part, but maybe when he tripped, he had got amnesia and forgot the lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, 
I, another one of my favorite parts was the end where he goes hello there to Luke. Yes, that's like yes. so reminiscent. Of, Classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and also can't leave this out. My favorite part of the entire show, the final face-off between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader and Darth Vader's near-death experience. Shades of the animated show Rebels comes to mind when half of, of Vader's helmet was sheared off. The same thing happened when Ahsoka Tano dueled with him on Malachor. Remember? Yes, I do. And that's also another great duel with Vader. They have they do a good job with the duels of Vader and Thing, uh, my least favorite is probably when Kanan and Ezra fight him because they're like totally unmatched to him. Yeah. But all the other ones are pretty cool. It, well, also the last one with Obi-Wan and um, Darth Vader, the like, not the last one in the show, but the last, last one of Obi-Wan Kenobi. That yeah. one was just like, I know. Very slow paced, but back then it was amazing. So we have to give them credit for that. And yeah. so, yeah, I did like that part. I loved that part. It was really cool. And I also thought it was cool to see that you can survive being impaled by a lightsaber. <laughs> yes, yes. Both times with Rafa and the Grand Inquisitor. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, um, and finally, a question that has been nagging at my mind over the course of the show. And Leia's... Famous, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope transmission. Why didn't she reference her previous relationship with him, addressing him as the two had never met? Now, it's all been answered. In Obi-Wan Kenobi's own words, no one can know it could endanger us both. My theory is that in the case that the distress call had fallen into wrong hands, the receiver wouldn't discover that the two had had that previous relationship. You know? Ah, uh, okay, that does make sense now. Yeah, because it, yeah, it was nagging at my mind the whole... The whole time. I, was like, I know. I was like, it, yeah, that's kind of what I felt too. How it kind of like pushed against what the fourth movie is. Because in the fourth movie, there's little to no recognition in Leia over Obi-Wan Kenobi. Besides the fact that it knew her father. And even like when he dies, she's there, but she like shows no emotion. Yeah. It's like Luke that shows the most. Yeah. Okay, was there anything that you disagreed with from the episode? Okay, so there were some. Like, I really... Um, the duel with Obi-Wan, I really didn't like how um, Obi-Wan, in the end, it was Leia who freed him. I felt like it should be someone else, like Qui-Gon, or someone who's much more impactful on his life. Or even younger anakin like knowing that i also didn't like how the grand inquisitor like in the last episode he plays such a little part yeah yeah i was like i was hoping for a bigger lightsaber duel like all the inquisitors fighting obi-wan good point duel but no it's just really like the grand inquisitor himself only uses his lightsaber once and that's to chop off that head guy's head yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah okay so now for the ask agent question of the day what would you rate obi-wan kenobi on a scale of one to ten submitted by phoebe morris Alrighty. so that one is a hard one 
I will say that if you were expecting a big Jedi show, I would say it was a three or a four because it really wasn't. It was more of a coming to terms show. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It really wasn't a Jedi show. I mean, you have that one duel at the end and that's really the end of the Jedi part. Yeah, um, there aren't many duels. You're right. Yeah, so if you were expecting a Jedi show, rethink that <laughs> before you watch it. <laughs> Otherwise... I, yeah on like filming and all that stuff it was a pretty good show like i would give it a seven to an eight there were still the parts that i'm like this doesn't make sense in terms with the other stuff and also there wasn't like oh no she could die because you know leia's not going to die because she's like in the movies ahead so other than that it was a really great show yeah, I think I'd rate it an eight. And as you were saying, there aren't, it's not really a Jedi show. Cause let's see, how many do they actually mention? Cause I know they briefly mentioned Qui Gon, Qui Gon, no, not Qui Gon, Quillen Voss. Quillen Voss. Uh, Obi Wan, of course. Um, how <laughs> many the others are there? Lings. Yes, all, all the, the younglings, younglings and those few Jedi you see yes. that all die. And younger then... Obi Wan and younger Anakin. And yeah. That's really about it. And then, of course, there's may have, Yeah, and then you may have heard something about Master Yoda. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Other <laughs> than that, yeah, it really wasn't a Jedi show. Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for the question, Phoebe. Okay, now, Joshua, how excited are you for this new Lego Star Wars summer vacation show? Or is it, or is it a movie? It's a movie. Yeah, they I do it was a like, movie. Yeah, so... um. If you want a lot of laughs, go ahead and watch it. I'm much more of the, I like the seriousness of like the, like of stories. I like the seriousness and that is not all funny and joking and that probably is more valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. More. Yeah. And like, I liked how the freemakers kind of did a good mixture of both. Yeah. In their story. So I really like the Freemakers. I want to see them come to live action or even another animated show. It'll be weird because, you know, they're like different because they're not Legos anymore. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that would be fun. Um, But, you know, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm not sure I'm looking forward to like, ooh, what is this going to (laughs) include? You know? Yeah. It will be funny. Yeah, I'm I'm going it for I'm going for it for the laughs. And also I really yeah. like I really like Weird Al Yankovic. He's really funny. He has some great videos. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So finally, our last subject, uh, your new comic series, Joshua. First, could you start out by explaining the shadow of the universes? Okay. So the shadow of the universes is really kind of like a hodgepodge of what I like. <laughs> but and what know, I like. Yeah, what you what other people like. So like I have Star Wars and Marvel. So you don't have to like Marvel to go to this website. There's a whole dedicated part of it that's dedicated to Star Wars. And so it's really about stuff that people like, you know, main things that I like. And then it's just a cool place to where I can put ideas and stories out there. And, you know, maybe one day I'll have like a contest where other writers other ambitious writers can enter a story that I can put on the blog. That, that would, would be, be really fun. cool. Yeah. 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 So, so basically it's rooted in fan fiction. 
Um, yes, it's rooted in fan fiction, and which is also a very valid thing. I really want people to understand. Just because fan fiction isn't that important, and there are things in Star Wars that are made from fan fiction. Droids, characters even have been created mainly because of fan fiction, which is really cool. So you know, you never really know when your fan fiction is going to be used. And hey, putting ideas out there never hurt. <laughs> the worst you can get is a no, as my mom always says. Yeah. Okay, so basically what he's going to be doing is he's going to be releasing uh, a comic series based off of a clone trooper I once made, made named Dukes. And so I've written several stories about him, which you can read on the blog, but he's turning it into a comic series. So I'm afraid we got to wrap up now. Um, so that's the end of this episode. Remember, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so soon. We'll be back next week for episode eight. Goodbye. Oh, and I almost forgot to learn what Joshua's website is called. To get the link, you can go down to the podcast description for the episode. Thanks. Goodbye.